and welcome to this week's episode of the Imaginary Podcast, a podcast where, in this instance, uh, we're going to watch, we've watched an episode of TV, um, not the first episode, not the last episode, not the most watched episode, just an episode. Uh, my name's David and uh, I am the resident Geppetto in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and I'm the eternally indentured spirit of Silver Black and welcome to Joss Whedon's Blind Date. That's right, it's a show where you get to pick the partner of your dreams as long as they conform to a highly specific body type chosen by a show's creator. So let's see who's behind door number one. It's Cornelia, a petite, folksy, small town girl with auburn hair who's possibly into Angel. I don't know, I haven't watched the show. Next up, it's Willow, a petite, folksy, small-town girl with brown hair and absolutely nothing pro- plot-relevant to do. Finally, it's Buffy. When she's not killing vampires, she's a petite, folksy, small-town girl with blonde hair. So who will you choose? Oh, I'm sorry. Today you're going home with one of the disproportionately British librarians that are in every single show Whedon makes. Thanks for playing. I mean, so like that, I really like the blind uh, date reference, Sam. That was a deep pull. You know, feel... it took me a while to get there, but I, I think it works. I mean, f- first of all, kudos for your commitment to the bit. I mean, <laughs> that's well done. Um, bit of a reach, but in the end, I think you pulled it off. I don't know. I think, feel like Joss Whedon set him up quite nicely. Uh, by <laughs> it's for being a creep. Petite white girl. His TV shows. It's the same person. It's the same person. Every episode. Every TV show. <laughs> I'm Ross, uh, and I was just happy to see another vampire-focused medium where there's a bureaucratic system in place. <laughs> <laughs> Ross loves a good bureaucracy. Uh, and I'm Joe, and I was just trying to find out where Tim Curry in the pirate costume was. <laughs> yeah, it's that, that other episode. It's the different puppets. God damn it! We've got a puppet theme on that's the, the only That's the only good puppet. <laughs> The one that includes Tim Curry. So what are we watching today then? Which episode have we, we delved into? We watched an episode of Angel, uh, if you hadn't guessed. Um, the, the, <laughs> the, Good uh, <laughs> I don't know, you, you talked about the show, you mentioned Buffy and Joss I Whedon. Think, I, I feel don't like think anyone was listening. Anyway, uh, we watched Angel, uh, and we watched an episode of Angel from season 5, episode 14, uh, from 2004, which is so much later than I thought this wow. show existed. <laughs> wow. That wow, seems that seems far yeah. too reason, recent, and then you like think about it and go, actually, um, that was 18 years ago. People <laughs> born in 2004 can vote. You can't <laughs> say that. 18 years ago. Oh, oh God, I'm turning to dust before our very eyes. This is how old I am. I'm trying to work out my age, and I can't do the fucking math. This is a basic <laughs> like equation, and I can't perform it, lads. One second. Atrocious. Um, Atrocious. The episode we watched uh, was Smile Time, and yes, you guessed it. It's the episode where Angel turns into a puppet because... 16. I would have been 16. (laughs) (laughs) Carry the noodle. Do you know what I love? I I had to do it three times. No, I couldn't have been that age. That's way way too long. No, the math works out. It literally is. I was going to say, I mean, we could we could have edited that so it sounds, seems like it took Ross a really long time to work his own age out. But fortunately, Ross being the constant. <laughs> You're welcome, Sam. He 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 did the edit himself. Save me a job, that <laughs> fantastic. So why did you pick um, so this, Dave? This why did you pick this? I recommended because uh, it's a wonderfully silly episode of like a show which is maybe it was cancelled uh, in in its fifth season, which the, this episode is from, um, and this is maybe like. A silly episode of a show that otherwise takes itself quite seriously for mm-hmm. a detective procedural 
about vampires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mm-hmm. have to say, like I was, I was, you know, I was going to say this all along, but I have to say, I think you picked a hell of an episode for us to watch and review for the purpose of this podcast. I was ready to go in and tear this thing to shreds, and I oh. Well played, Dave. Well played. I'd also like to point out he's, so, he's picked an episode where he's like essential in this entire podcast because none of the like none of the other directors <laughs> have actually like watched any of this show. I've seen Buffy. I recognise three of the characters: Angel himself, who is you know pretty clear he's in it because it's called Angel. Um, Wes Wesley, um, who is in like two episodes of Buffy, um, and Spike, who's in it for Spike, about sixty yeah. seconds and gets punched by a puppet. And dies near enough, and then walks down the lift and disappears. And it really does feel like a mid-season or, or you know mid-season like long-run episode because it, 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 we've reached the soap opera stage of TV, which is <laughs> oh I love you and I love you and I don't love you enough. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like mm. it, it, you know mm. all of that stuff was was just baffling to me. And that's fine. I haven't seen it, and maybe I would be more invested in whether these people are having sex. I don't know, but the puppets. The puppets was, you know, I have heard of this show and I had and I'd seen it maybe years ago, but I've never watched Angel properly. And then when you get something like uh, that's a genuinely new creative idea, that you go, oh, puppets in a, like a forty-minute procedural. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, because obviously we haven't seen it. Like, I don't know how like just out of the blue this episode is compared to the rest of it. But like, I'm assuming this is like there's no kind of like suggestion that you know like puppets and things like that it was just like completely out of the blue. If you're watching this, Dave, you're the only one who's seen it. Like, is there any it's... other like really wacky episodes like this in Angel? I mean, there's, all there's of them uh, in a certain, <laughs> in a certain respect. Because the sort of Joss Whedon universe um, scumbag sidebar. Um, oh, is we'll it? in that for later. Uh, we'll get there, Ross. We'll get oh, there. Oh, Did you not um, hear my monologue, Ross, about the petite, folksy, small town girls? Very <laughs> there was a, that was a lot of monologues. Am I going to be honest <laughs> with you? Right, well, I'll do it again. Ready? Well, the whole like <laughs> the whole silly universe, like Buffy, which I know Sam and Joe have seen. I know you haven't, Ross. But Buffy's also quite a silly show where like there's also a puppet episode in that, um, and like. So it's oh, been yeah. established within this kind of like world with these supernatural creatures that can kind of do what they like and they can play with it. This episode, like you said, is really fun because it's funny and they know that they know that it's silly, but it's like quite a well done silly idea. Yeah. Um, it, in it, the context of like Angel, um, we're already kind of through the Looking Glass. Um, I'll explain a bit as, as we go through the plot, maybe of like. By the way, I had to Google some of these characters because some of them are only in this season and like, and then it got cancelled. So they were obviously like, oh, we'll have this person and they'll do something and then gone. It it, it reminds me of that episode of Buffy and was previ- previous episode, in fact, of, of our podcast where they do the the singing. Um, oh, no, not singing, sorry, the silence. We didn't do the singing, we did the, the silent, silent one. one. <laughs> yeah, but there's also the singing episode, but the one where there's no sound. And it's, it's like, actually, you know, to be fair to Joss Whedon, despite him being a dickhead, for just about eight seconds, he there is a there is a wonderful creativity to to his TV shows. There's 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 like they were doing new things. We're we're breaking new ground, and this feels like one of those episodes. I I think it doesn't quite stick the landing. Like there's there's it's not quite scary enough. I think there could have been a bit scarier this, and we could have gone in like the the smiling children. I wanted more of that, mm. and but we can you know we can get into that a little mm. bit. But you have to appreciate the the kind of 
I guess in season five, it's less bravery and more fuck it, we'll do it. What are they going to do? Cancel us? Yes. Um, <laughs> We're untouchable. Yeah. You, but you've got to appreciate the fact that they're just trying new things. You know, five seasons into a TV show, we're, we're doing something that I don't know. An, uh, another example, other than the Buffy one, where we've just got like, puff, you know, puppets coming in. Like that real breaking the fourth wall thing as well, that, that is kind of, kind of taboo, a bit of taboo in TV. You know, something like WandaVision, I'm thinking, is, is a good yeah. example where we've done that. But it doesn't really happen that often. And that's a shame. So this is, this is entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yes, and to pat ourselves on the back, uh, that's pretty much what the critics thought of this episode. Um, it quite frequently gets placed as like one of the better episodes of the whole season run of Angel. Um, and like, like you said, Sam, I think I think they had maybe already been cancelled uh, when this was, when when they did the production on this. So they really were uh, like just fucking puppets. What puppets? This is halfway through season five, and I think like they were basically they knew they were getting cancelled, even if it hadn't been like formally announced. So maybe that's where they were like, well, fuck it, let's just make some like fun episodes, tie up some storylines, and kind of like just just have a laugh with it, um, you know, and that's fine, and it's fun, mm. you know. I mean, mm-hmm. For for the scary aspect for me, Sam, you said you want to see more of, like the kids like contorted their face, contorted into smiles. Like even one of the characters said, he said the same thing I was thinking. He said, and he said like, oh, could be the Joker. And I thought, oh, good, nice reference there. But like you said, Sam, I wanted to see more of that disturbing stuff. Um, and when you see the like the like when the puppets are fighting and doing stuff and like one of the puppets has his hand inside the human controlling him, I was like, oh, good. I want to see more of this disturbing stuff. Th- yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then, and then, I go, then there's the fight where and then the fight got a little slapstick very very quick. But there was one bit where a little. <laughs> they're the, puppets. The, 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 <laughs> yes, they're puppets. They're just slapstick. Punch and Judy one, is a, is one degree away from this, you know. <laughs> yeah, there was one, you know, the purple guy Rufus, something was his name, and basically, um, but there was this really sort of weird thing because when you stop to consider what she, she did, and one of the women, she shot it in the eye, so then its eye is missing, and then the other dude ripped off its beak and then shoved it into its other eye, and while in the hole that was left by said beak, there was stuffing like spitting out. And like you, you like consider that for a few seconds, like that's that's dark. Doing what what's happening to these creatures or whatever the hell they are, and yeah. so that's what makes me a. That's one of the reasons I said Dave why I think he picked a brilliant episode for us to watch here. And b, it'd be one of those things like maybe I need to watch more of this. Is like is it as dark as this is sort of doing? Because if it is, maybe. But if it isn't, it's a it's a pass. <laughs> it probably isn't. I would generally say. I would generally say as as a. As a rule, I think Buffy is better than Angel, like as as the whole lot of it. It's a pass but, for me. I was I was I was about <laughs> but, to agree with you, but I haven't seen any Angel other than this one episode. Um, yeah. So I feel as but though I don't Angel really have the is, uh, the background to Angel make does at least have less like high li- literal high school drama. There's a lot of like um, subtextual high school drama, mm. uh, like in this episode, but like it has less literal high school drama than Buffy. One last thing I want to say in the pop as well, and then and then move on from that because, like I said, I want to get into the bureaucracy of this world. But I want like the the things they accentuate for Angel's puppet because you know I, I couldn't tell you the actor's <laughs> name, but that that, that the scowl, brow, <laughs> the scowl, and the brow, the eyebrows come out about seven inches away from his skull. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. The the, um, the actor is called Aurora Borealis, Ross. That's what the actor's called. 
<laughs> the actor is actually called, just for continuity, uh, David Boreanis. Uh, oh, okay. Who is, I think, one of the hardest working actors in, in television. He is, yeah. uh, He was on Buffy, then he was on this, then Bones. he was on Bones for 18,000 years, uh, and now he's got a... Now he's got like a new he's in like, like a Navy seal, seal thing. TV show. Yeah, he's yeah. in some something. Um, he is still starring in like a major TV show. Yeah, and has been since, since 1997 Buffy. or whenever. Yeah, kudos to his agent. Yeah. The other thing that kind of got <laughs> absolutely me, just, just on, man gets work. Just on the yeah. puppet thing, the thing that like really confused me at one point was why like a werewolf tried to eat a puppet. Like, what what's the sustenance situation there? Like, I don't Chew get toy. it. Well, Joe, there's there's a there's a dual thing here. Number one, bitches be crazy. Um, that's Joss Whedon saying that. That's not me saying that. And number two, werewolves be crazy. I mean, like you can't really think too much about why a werewolf's attacking Dave, a puppet. Me, Sam, and Joe just edging away from Dave after that. <laughs> that's coming from that's me. That's not me saying that's that. That's the TV me, show Dave. saying that. Jesus Christ, Dave. Just I quoted. Like, the um on the puppet. By the way, like, not definitely not the most objectionable thing that one of us will say this episode. <laughs> no, no, you though, you though. Well, but normally the, one of us manages one thing per episode. It's kind of the way it is. Yeah. And this time, no, you're a me. racist. On the on the puppets, there's actually quite. I was just reading there. There's quite a lot of um, Jim Henson people actually doing the pup. You know, the puppet, the, the puppetry, which I think is you. And it, I, I think it works so well. The, the the actual design of the puppet because it is so closely matched to like Sesame Street or, you know, le- less so Muppets is definitely a real Sesame Street vibe going on. And and that's it. That like, it's it's quite a brave move, isn't it? It's quite a brave move to design your puppet so aggressively like one of the one of the the Sesame Street characters. And then have it aping this show. That's what is it? It is Smile Time, isn't it? Is that the name of the show? Yes, yeah. Smile Time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. and Smile Time is kind of like a Sesame Street sort of adjacent kind of silly show. Um, like Ross is talking about the bureaucracy in TV shows. So there's uh, there's kind of like two things going on there, isn't there? There's the the Smile Time TV show. I love the little boardroom meetings between the puppets we get. Two or three of them. <laughs> I think they're all brilliant, and I'm sure we'll all have thoughts about that. Um, but there's also the weird law firm that Angel works at. Um, I just want to explain well, to you guys. Hold on, hold on. Yes, let's, let's hear. Let's hear. Let's hear Ross's perspective first, and then Dave can correct everything Ross says. But I, Ross, I want to because you're coming at this like me. You don't have a clue what's going on, and I think that's going to be much more entertaining. No, sure. And uh, so, for, for context, the, the, the last, the, the closest thing we've covered to this would be Blade, and where they sort of they, they glimpsed at. <laughs> <laughs> Surely it's Bear Muppets Treasure me. Island. Bear with me. Bear with me. Fucking tangents are encouraged, Ross, but my God. All right, you better be going somewhere with this. Relax. In that they're both so vampires. Blade slash Muppet Treasure Island, go. Well, not, not not this particular episode. I mean the series as a whole. Yeah, so yeah. vampire doing this stuff to, I don't know, do something with vampires. But he works for this firm, so I'm guessing this suggests to me that there's a, what do you call it? A cooperation between like human governments and you know hell or whatever you're going to call it but then i think well if there's hell then there has to be heaven and then i think so is there three <laughs> governing bodies and if heaven's in here is there a limbo so does that make it four and Purgatory, how do man. all these come together and i mean the litigation you'd need and considering all lawyers are scumbags like hell is going to come out way on top right so it's such a thing to consider it, it's 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 fun thinking about this and how deep that rabbit hole goes. <laughs> See, there's the show they should have made. Yeah. Greenlight. Uh, I hate yes. to spoil this for you, Ross, but yes. not very deep. Um, oh, 
So let me explain to you. So Wolfram oh, no. and Hart is the law firm. You really hit the nail on the head there, Ross, that all lawyers are evil. Um, when the show first started, it was like a detective. Like, they had a detective agency. They had offices and, and like, Wolfram and Hart were, like, the evil law firm that was constantly, like, messing with them or trying to kill them or, like, doing evil bad shit because it's run by evil people or, or vampires or demons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, in, like, season three or maybe even four... I'm not going to get into really the politics of why this happens, but Angel and his gang basically like are invited to run the evil law firm, and they're like, "Well, maybe we can do some good running this evil law firm." And then I'm not sure why. And then we're just in the law offices, and they run the law firm. It doesn't make any sense. It's never properly explained. I think, and it, like I, the law firm is still evil as fuck. I think it just must have been set availability. You know, that's just make it make it something mundane like that. You know, we've got this law firm set. We're we're, we're sharing it with, uh, you know, fucking CSI, whatever. Just go with that. Just go with that. That's fine. Yeah. But. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, so it does lead to some like silly things where, you know, Angel's like running an office. <laughs> it's like in another level to some of these episodes where he's like. He's like an office manager a lot of the time as well. Ordering stationery, <laughs> like God. setting up a phone of. system. And they made it to season yeah. five. <laughs> yes, it's the amazing um, thing. But like I said, initially... Who stole my lunch initially... and then he gets that vampire face, starts <laughs> ravaging the whole office. <laughs> exactly. Initially, like, they would, it was a detective and they would have a case every week and it was like a sort of a film kind noir of, kind of Kind of like Buffy-ish thing. then. Like where he's like... The, yeah, yeah, very similar, very similar. Mm. Um... But obviously they get dead weird with the Wolfram and Hart, Wolfram and Hart stuff. Uh, and the rest of the characters as well, like, it's always questionable as to why anyone is doing anything that they're doing. <laughs> yeah, um, who knows? Like most TV shows after five seasons, that's kind of where we're at. <laughs> yeah, they start most, especially most, things. like, most sci-fi or, like, supernatural TV shows, like, because you can just do anything that's, like, totally wacky and insane, like, you do <laughs> so they just do stupid shit like this which is good and then a lot of other stupid shit which is just stupid yeah, yeah this- let's talk about the start of this and this this cold open that we get which is the kid watching tv and then uh uh is it polo polo i think is the name of the Pogo? evil puppet um we'll go with both go- pogo or whichever who doesn't really matter the evil puppet gets this kid to go now let's go back to let's go back to the thing of like we want more the 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 expression on these Kids children's faces mm-hmm. the wide-eyed smile is wonderful like there's something really scary about um children's like, laughter yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking terrifying that's why, that's uh, why I, I would i would i would miserable. posit that it's like it's this child looking like a corpse that's been killed by the Joker's like laughing gas. I think yeah. that's scary, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but it's just more so than if it were an adult. I think, and it's and I I always think of um, Doctor Who. The the I can't remember the the episode, but it's basically kids World War Two era kids walking around with. Are gas you my mummy? On. Yeah. <gasps> Fucking hell! Like that is that that's deep. That's deep trauma. That is. And that is the, that that type of thing works, and and so this start of the episode, we we get to see that these puppets are trying to like I don't know take over the world or something, one child at a time, and they're using the TV to drag them in. Um, 
you know, just like just like right wing lunatics accuse Sesame Street of, except it's talking about how two people might have two dads or something. Uh, I don't know what these <laughs> lunatics are fucking concerned about, but but the, this this seems to be this seems to be the same tactics on play. You know that we we get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And it's uh, so the other bureaucracy, like we said, is the is the puppets. Um, and I do think there's a budgetary thing here where we only get the angel puppet. Obviously, mm-hmm. we get loads of that. Yeah. Uh, and there are three other puppets. There's the dog, the little boy, and the little girl. And I suppose there's, there's the, the big person thing. in the big costume. Yeah, there's the big that's not really a per- puppet, puppet. That's a person it's, in a suit. Yeah. But it's meant to be a puppet. That's like a, Di- that's like a Disneyland, but, um, you know, but, minimum wage worker. But it's what's meant the name to be of, a What's puppet? the name of that McDonald's character? Is it Griffiths or... <laughs> oh, the purple Grimace. dude. Grimace. No, is, is, that's what it is. Grimace. Grimace. Yeah. It's, it's Grimace. Grimace with a fucking beak. That's what it yes. is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, Grimace. I don't, like, so the we, hold on. Let's, let's, just, like... let's just centre down on Grimace for a second. <laughs> they call the character Grimace. It's a purple fucking blob of what I don't know. Like somebody designed that, and it was on TV for years. And now they don't. They don't even. They don't even. They don't even have Ronald McDonald anymore. He's just. He's just. Man, he's manning the charity. That's all he does. He does. He just mans the charity. And there's no. There's no Ronald, you know. There's no Ronald McDonald selling Happy Meals anymore. The guy's elevated, I guess. But I mean, fucking well, I guess they're just clowns aren't fun anymore. <laughs> clowns don't make kids want to eat food. <laughs> they hide under their beds because he's crawling out the sewers, killing people. There's a real cultural sort of like uh, turnaround on clowns there, really. Um, yeah, McDonald McDonald's aren't. They're not willing to 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 use the clowns anymore. I feel sorry for the clowns. Yeah, they are they are falling back on their tried and tested. Their MSG will sell itself. Um, yeah, that and salt. You know, they don't, they don't need all the fun cartoons anymore. Pony. They just need like loads and loads of salt and grease and. <laughs> Sounds and hey, I'll buy it. I like it. I like uh, it. Frequently do. Yeah. Salt. Joey, Joey's the wonder center here. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. No. But but I think the, you know you said about budgetary thing with the puppets. It must because it, it takes like three different people. To, to to operate each puppet because you've got the mouth, you've got the arms, you, leg movements, and the whole, it's all very complicated. So presumably they couldn't have like eighty puppeteers in to yeah. to have an army of them. So we've got these. Well, there's also the cost of like designing the puppets. I know the other puppets, other than Angel, aren't massively like distinctive. Yeah. But there, there is a cost involved of like you you can't just use a sesame. Street puppet because that's how you get sued <laughs> by somebody. But you, you know, so you've got to like sit down and make these things. And puppetry, I think, is really something really cool that we got a lot of uh, probably like before this, and we've had very little since. You know, mm. not that mm-hmm. I necessarily think it's like some you know incredibly high art form or anything, but I think it is really puppetry is really clever and sometimes like really really works. I mean, in this, it's kind of like shining a light on puppetry and how silly it is with the way that Angel's moving about and like I mean I mean you know, that, that that's, fight scene that's with, where the humor is. That fight scene with the spike, you know, like the way it starts off is like Angel yeah and you have to piece it together because they burst through the door but Angel is on Spike's chest. So you have to imagine Angel leaped at Spike in Muppet form with such force <laughs> busted him through the double oak doors. <laughs> I love that. And then they're fighting on the ground and as Spike's getting punched, he can't help but like you know, stare in cute awe at, at, at the little Muppet Angel is trying to beat the shit out of him. Love that fight scene. 
there is there is a question about like what's the physics of these puppets because he's managing to take down not just a fully grown man a fucking vampire vampire like, yep you know like spike spikes he, he can he can he can lay them down and yet the puppet manages to completely for him so i i do i'm interested in the you know what's happening there what's the magic there that's causing not just not just the puppet but also to have the heft of a full <laughs> fully grown angel like <laughs> yeah, that doesn't yeah. that's because let's face it, it's a, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a couch cushion that's been hurled at you with a velocity enough to put you yeah. through doors. Ooh, oh my god! <laughs> I mean, maybe that would happen to me, uh, you know, as a as a highly muscly man myself. But yeah, I don't know. As hench as you are, <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, um, yeah. It's it's one of those things again. Like, eh, don't think about it. I'm not asking much. you to solve I mean, the it, whole, Dave. Don't worry about it. The whole. I won't. I won't no, Ross that, that's, that's there with like a, comical, a series of spreadsheets. That's why, that's mm-hmm. why it's a series funny. of spreadsheets. It makes trying no to sense. figure out yeah. who the most who the most powerful character in this universe <laughs> is. Because I think I think honestly it would drive you insane because it's well, well, wildly inconsistent. If, Ross, if we're Ross power to, scaling. The, the, <laughs> yeah, the, well, I was going to say if we're going to apply it to Angel, then we need to go back and retroactively re-record some of our episodes because you guys reined me in when I wanted to do it for like things like One <laughs> Division and fucking Thanos <laughs> and shit. So if we're gonna fucking. do it here, Ross, just just Ross, just know you're open up Reddit, a can of worms. Go on there, they'll fucking love it. Honestly, <laughs> bring it. Well, while you're there, you can just express some of the most misogynist views you've got, and everyone will just love it. Whoa, 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 just... whoa! What do, what do I look like, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be quite fitting. We are on the podcast about a show that was done by Joss Whedon, so you know. Yes, just go to, go to his subreddit. I hold myself to a higher standard, Joe. <laughs> what let's let's um let's talk about the fucking love hexagon that, that exists. <laughs> love hexagon. In, 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 in the so rest. like, cause there is an awful lot going on in this episode. Like outside of the whole puppet thing. Like, yeah. Ooh, can I read? Can, can I... I read? We've got werewolf Nina Ash arrives <laughs> to spend three nights and starts flirting with the clueless angel, and then we've got Wesley's office saying that they've got tells him Nina has been sending signals and angels apparently blah blah and then Wesley is clueless that someone else who oh. and then there's the and then there's the lab tech who gets denied by the other one who's into Wesley who's clueless fuck me you people need to just get on with it just fucking doesn't, get on with doesn't, it doesn't doesn't one of them I say something at one telling. point isn't there like a quote at one point as well where like one of them says something like oh Nina wants her some angel cake or something like that. Oh yeah, that was the, the green fist dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Strange. Um, I mean, is the, it, the it, thing is, like, I think, I think it's, I think it's an insight into like number one, the year this thing was, you know, released, and number two, what what their target audience was, because it wasn't like, you know, pe- people who like Blade, for example, we're we're not the guys <laughs> they're targeting. Ooh, vampires. <laughs> yeah, and- yeah, they're they're targeting the audience that would later be the same audience for Twilight or. Fifty Shades of Grey. It's oh, aren't they sweet? And oh, he doesn't know an angel. He's just a guy hurting inside, and he doesn't know <laughs> if he can be what she needs him to be. <laughs> oh, where's the fighting? Where's the fighting, please? I, I don't. I don't know about Fifty Shades and Grey. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, but I, I do think there is like a. It's a teen show, isn't it? We shouldn't. Yeah. Just yeah. like Buffy, it's a teen show, and it's really. The, and it's also a sitcom, and like yeah, exactly, yeah. You know, it's not quite like Married with Children. It's not quite like a family sitcom level type thing. But it, this is a, a sitcom, like I said, Sam, largely targeted at teenagers. Although we must say... So, like, there's say, a certain simplicity in everything that's going on. Can, can I just point yeah. out that there is, like, an awful lot of cleavage on show at one point? <gasps> like, oh! I think or, you actually did, like... I, I could be wrong, but I do think you do see 
like breast. You do. Like, yeah. I don't think that. I'd, I, I think that, like, that got missed. Like because uh, I was like, no, oh. the ratings people, Ross, are really, really hard up on things. If you see a nipple, that's a big no-no. But anything else is fine, basically. Mm, I'll have to go back and check. Rigorously. Where out that video saying, Ross? Like, if if not, it is right on the line. Like it, it is. Yeah. I, I I really do want to stress. This is purely academic, just on the interest of television production and, yeah. and nothing else. But I, I did note it. I, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Sam was jumping to my defence. I was like, "Where's no. he going with this?" No, no, ah, yeah. there it is. He's covering his own is, ass. That's what, what I'm is. saying. Is, what I'm saying is, is that I was I was the quite eleventh like, or twelfth watch really revealed <laughs> Sam. Or you I had really to go back and I had out to, for science under a magnifying glass. You fucking for, pervert for, for the integrity of the, for a while, of the no, I was I was I was quite um, I was quite like wow. This is this is an awful lot. This is I, I, I genuinely were thinking. I wonder what the rating, like, what are the censorship mm. deals that, that are going on? You know, what, what's the, what's the, what's the, the procedures? Because this must be right up to the line. Yeah. When and I don't know when it went on, it, when it was aired either. They don't have a watershed. I think it thing. was a similar time slot to Buffy, so it's kind of like eight, nine o'clock. Not it like would have been, it would have been nine so o'clock like, after. It would have been. Yeah, it would have been like a post-watershed show, is what we call it. It in this must country, have but... got complaints in two thousand four. I mean, we're still like we're not quite in the eighties and nineties in terms of moral panic, but Jesus, like it, I, I just think it is. It is quite funny. They obviously are pushing. They obviously are intentionally doing something there to try and maybe push the boundary a little bit. Um, but we've talked about this for like eight minutes now, so let's <laughs> move on. Yeah, Sam's getting all hot and bothered over there. Thanks for giving <laughs> us the opportunity, the tape Joe. again. Thanks for hey, mentioning we, it. We were going to mention it at some point, let's be honest. No, I appreciate yeah, it. That's yeah. true. Thanks. Uh, other other things that are happening? There's this fucking egg. What? What's going oh. on with the egg? So, the plot, as far as I can... I've seen this episode Jesus. before, obviously. So, as usual, it's a, it's a sitcom, so what every week we're going to have some evil... Is it a sitcom, whatever. Dave? You keep saying sitcom. Situational comedy? Is it? I think this yeah, is... the situation is that these guys, <laughs> there are vampires. These guys you keep, you keep are solving vampire crimes. What's the deal with vampires? They, they still feel like a sitcom. <laughs> no, because it really is even more so than Buffy. I think this this angel really is throughout like much more in the vein of a sitcom. This episode is silly as fuck. Yeah, He's I know. A hey, puppet. I'm angel. Could He's I be any more broody? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That sounds great. I mean, I'd, I'd watch more of it. But is there not? Is there not? Do we not? I mean, is there not like a procedural case of the week thing, as you mentioned earlier, that goes it's on really this? On the cusp, but like, no, I'm interested. Yes. I'm interested. In, I, I trust your judgment as being a seasoned I think sitcom, television, critic. especially for episodes like this, is like a fair cop. Like you've got these characters. Essentially, there's not a lot of difference between this and Neighbours. People are getting killed. People are fucking or not fucking. <laughs> like, you know. It's it's literally like you can boil it down to those same plot lines, except just, one of them is a vampire, or just, he's a demon, or you know, yeah, vampire Australian, a vampire Australian, a vampire killer. Australian. I get it. Yeah, exactly yeah, the same. Australian yeah. vampire. Um, yes. So, but we are always question. going after Australia on this podcast, Sam. Fuck you, Australia. What is the deal with the egg? What's going on with this fucking egg? Oh well, Sam. So, so this, so, I, uh, Dave, the can, I, can I can I cover this a Go second? On. It was very, very clever, Sam. It was very subtle, so you, you, I'll forgive you for missing it because the thing is, uh, Pogel refers to it as their nest egg, right? No, it does. <laughs> and the thing is shaped like an egg. 
You're welcome. So well, that, we, that don't cleared, that, we don't know where. We don't know So it's basically Sam. It's it's a safe or a battery or something. So the the plot, the the caper, the caper of murdering all these children uh, that these, these puppets are doing is they have is they have taken over this uh, puppet show to. Like in Monsters, Inc., they are harvesting children's souls or whatever's happening, right? Yes, okay. That's their thing. Holy there is shit. Apparently, we're told. Holy we're shit! We're told. Did you not know that, Ross? <laughs> was, that not, was that not clear? No, but it did, no, no, it's not that I didn't, didn't know. It's like, oh, oh, shit, that is, that is the plot of Monsters, Inc. That's just, <laughs> yeah, so wow. All right, yeah. continue. So the whole plot, the caper, the, 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 the thing, the scheme, the, the plan, the heist... Uh, is that these these puppets are they have this TV show they're going to use this TV show to like steal the soul innocence energy vague sort of like thing that these kids have and then Pogo has a line to it's Polo one of the, the way. Puppets. it's Polo that's Polo what it says. sorry um, <laughs> one of these guys the main puppet guy um, is saying to the dog and the little girl and the fucking big <laughs> bird thing Grimace a Grimace bird uh, <laughs> Grimace. He, he's saying right uh, or to Angel he's like do you have any idea what the street value is of pure innocence <sighs> in hell and you're like right so go back street to value, yeah, so I get no. that so I get no, that drugs yeah, street value of kids poor pure innocence right okay I can get past that right street value of that blah 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 so you're having to get that take I'm it away in hell, and I'm like, there are so many hoops to jump through here. Ross, go on. Now, follow-up question. What's the currency exchange of child's innocence? I was just going to say that. No, because, like, do I go to hell? Is there a bureau de change, like, in hell? <laughs> like, am I, am I also going to have to, like, exchange, like, you know, heaven pesetos for fucking hell books? What? What? I mean... Well, in previous episodes, Ross, it seems to imply that, like, all these demons and evildoers, what they really, really love is... Is is the dollar currency? They really love cash. Uh, there's an episode earlier where there's an auction where they are, are selling this woman's eyes, like so that she's there and they're like, right, well, we'll we'll cut the eyes right out. Are you sure this you like know, is angel not like a Channel uh, Four dispatcher hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> a sitcom <laughs> selling. <laughs> You know, what, Sam? you know what, Sam? I'll give you that. Like, but if this was like, if this aired boom, like five years ago, boom, boom, boom. If this aired like five years ago, yep, sitcom, yep. Sitcom. Every fucking person. Should I sell my kidney to make rent? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Situational. No, Ross, you're confused. That's just reality. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just well, like, know, situa- yeah. So for 2004, granted, Sam. Yes, you get that point. I mean, in the was... sunny uplands of 2004, right, I get you. Yeah. Um, so we've got this exchange rate mechanism then for the the, the selling of children's souls. And that, and then the, the egg, the egg sometimes, somehow, like, this is like their purse. This is like their, their cash. Their this is all, all of the... All mm-hmm. of the innocence in an egg. It's, it's like all a, of the it's... children's innocence is being sucked into the egg. The nest egg, yes. What? Yes. Also, then, I mean, it's listen, vampires but... and their demon muppets from hell. Some, I'm just There's gonna get, make sure you're caught up on everything here. I just want, I just want to call vampires and demon muppets from hell. What, Dave? 
Why isn't this episode called Demon Muppets, Muppets from Hell? Because 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 fucking Jim Henson will sue the face. Well, his his uh, family will sue the face off you. The that's shade why. of Jim Henson. The ghost of Jim Henson will appear in this episode. The eternally indentured the spirit of Jim Henson. Absolutely. Liz. That's what I was going to bring up as well. Because isn't Muppet like a trademark term, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, so they referred to him as a puppet and all of there throughout the whole thing. But I'm sure there was one part where someone called him a Muppet. I'm like, oh no, I don't, I don't, I looked out I'll for it. I don't it think you won't, I don't but think there is. <laughs> I, just, I think I there's think, like, I cannot think that they would say the M word. I'm careful. gonna watch it again. They'd be that. extremely careful for that, wouldn't they? Guess they'd have to no. pay them, and 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 I think, I think it was the I green think face ju- dude. What's, mm. what's with the green face dude, by the way? What, what, what is with the green face dude? We're just skirting by that. Like, just, oh, yeah. just sorry. No, but, because because, because there's an the entire way... scene in the office where they're all there, like Angel, like looking at him as if he's like a really, really weird thing, like him being a, a, a puppet, which it is. It, 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 but there's a fucking guy with green and covered with horns want, on his head. So, like, can I, I want to celebrate. Hold on, Dave. I want to before you tell us. I want to celebrate our inclusivity. Nobody mentioned the green guy with the horns <laughs> until this point. Nobody. We were like, "Oh, it's fine. Yeah, there's a green guy. It's, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm okay um, with that. I'm happy. I'm, I feel good about that. That's fine. So well done, us." He is a he's a main cast member by this point, but he was a recurring cast member. Uh, he runs like a a night a karaoke nightclub, um, and like he's a some sort of magical demon thing, uh, and so they go to him when they need like. He's the guy they know who runs a demon nightclub and knows all the demons. So that initially, they he's just this silly like character, and they go to him, and he's, you know, flamboyant and funny, and 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 then they were like, oh well, we need more people for this cast. <laughs> um, so then he he's just in it in his his green skin, and also like him just wandering around like in daylight hours with no like the guys saying like he's got some horrible skin condition is like. Yeah, because he's not like, oh, hi, I'm a demon. Yep, yep. Hi, yes, yes, a horrible demon. Uh, no, he's just wandering around, like, larger than life. Like, it's fine. Don't Obviously. worry about it. It's LA. Yeah, just don't question no it. No problem. It's... You can't Star Trek it. You can't just put, like, a, a hat on, cover his ears like Spock does. <laughs> you know, that's not happening. He's going to have to do a lot of work. In, in that episode with that as well, can I just point out, they then say that he's Asian. That's the way they explain Spock as well. Yeah. He's Asian. Yes. <laughs> that's why yeah. he has pointy ears. No joke. They don't pull that one out for the uh, for the voyage home, I don't think, do they? No. Yikes! No. <laughs> the, yeah, yikes indeed, Ross. Welcome to 1960s television. The um, so this egg thing, and then the the the, pup, the puppets are using. They're singing the song, aren't they? They smile, time happy. They're, they're singing the like, song, and that like basically, it's a, like distracts everybody from the guy at the like front, a cloaking Polo. device or something. Yeah, so Polo is actually talking. Well, and, and the song covers him speaking to the child, who then gets like, I don't know, like convinced to come up and like it's touch like the hypnotism, screen. Hypnotism, isn't like, it? They're yeah. hypnotizing these kids into being like, and then they touch the screen, and then they go like all. Creepy now, and... now again, I know we're talking about puppets and vampires, and like we shouldn't. I mean, we, like, we shouldn't overthink it, but here we are. We've got a podcast. Like, yes, again, we're talking about puppets and vampires and vampire puppets. Well, if you're just like... joining us, we're talking about muppets and vampires. Don't say muppets, Jim. Hen- Jim Henson. Do you want to get sued? <laughs> We've got no the, money um, to give them anyway, so fuck it. The 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 thing that I just feel, I just felt like this episode was was so ridiculously overwritten because they have to justify like how how are we going to get these kids souls i mean we so what we have to do is get a song 
and then they'll sing the song and then the kids will put their hands on the screen and then the souls of the kids will go into an an egg no <laughs> yes literally nest an egg, egg. Nest egg. and and then we have to, and then the bad guy the good guys have to break the egg to release and i'm just like just get we don't need the song we don't need the egg they're just stealing the, and it, it, just stealing think, the souls it makes them powerful and then you fight them and then you kill them and that's it the, the egg like is it kind seems of superfluous that's what seems to be your issue here. said it seems I complicated said it's overly complicated sam because they need no. all that exists for there to be a mystery for the characters to solve like there has to be a yeah, why are a bunch of kids dying could, watching could, kids could, TV? Could, could yeah, that's the question, Sam. But we have to fill a forty-minute episode. We can't just have oh, what's this TV show? We should go down to the TV <laughs> studio and have a fight with these puppets. So, so you're no, saying they have to have a mystery to solve? Sam, I, so you're saying what, the egg is not, essential? What, you're saying we no, the, I'm not we saying the egg is essential. What I'm really surprised at is like all of that is what you're struggling with, but you accept that the, the egg that the innocence goes into that's their 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 savings. That is the thing that turns Angel into a Muppet, and you're yeah, that makes total total sense. No, no, yeah. I, no, 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 no. I had, I had, I hadn't even remembered that. That's that adds a whole other. <laughs> that's, level... that's where I'm like, Hi, why is this? There's a whole other mechanism. What can what's I stop with the, you for What's a with second? the weird guy that's like sat in the chair with a towel over his head as well? In front yeah. of oh the shit! Yeah, that's, that's a bit weird. <laughs> what, what are you but doing? You're all missing the most important thing. They turn this puppeteer into a puppet. They do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was cool, but who the fuck like that. Puppet his sticks his hand Good in it point, and, and moves him around. Guy. The guy with the That's fine. That's fine, though. This egg, though, this mysterious magical egg is too much. No, but this puppet turning a man into a puppet do, do, and then do, torturing him. Do we actually find out what, what the deal is with the guy with this towel over his head? That we, well, the was the guy with the towel ahead the, the guy you are talking about, Dave, the, the original puppeteer? No, taken over. they're just like, I think they, there's some throwaway line. What they're the just fuck like is that about, doing then? something. They're like zombies that are like tending to the egg. Like he was sat well, you know, there. You know, later on when they're having the fight in the TV studio. Yes. All of the TV, all the, yeah, all the they're, producers they're there. and yes. the camera yeah, staff yeah, 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 yeah. are just zombies. So I think it's just more zombies, but they don't need to see because they're just doing like. But he wasn't know, a zombie. zombie he stuff. was. He was sat like in his underwear and a vest. I'm, I'm sorry to dwell on this, <laughs> but I, I, I feel like I need to know at this point. Because Dave's like, oh well, he was a zombie. No, he wasn't because he 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 was able actually he was able to speak to him and say, you shouldn't be here, and that's when Angel got blasted. So no one else spoke to Angel. None of the other like you know humans with the spell put on them. Yeah, zombie humans. So this guy was obviously meaningful in some way, but they they obviously caught him from the episode, and they were like, oh yeah, we forgot about him. We kind of forgot about him. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. The um the the plot summary simply says, a man with a towel over his head sits under a large egg. <laughs> please tell me, what? please tell I'm, me that's on I'm IMDb. Satisfied. Doesn't elaborate any further than that. No, this is the Buffy verse wiki. So these nerds, fucking, they would if they knew what it was mm. about, they mm. would tell us. Um, so I'm a. Mm. No, so do you see what I'm saying about being overly written? You know, maybe we didn't. I can only presume the um. The, the 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 greasy man with a towel over his head represents Joss Whedon somehow. I don't know. Maybe this <laughs> it's Joss Whedon. We all have bad days, Sam. You know, it's not body shame people. <laughs> I, I'm not. I, I'm just. No, I think it represents his. You know, I think he's character shaming rather than body shaming. Uh, yeah, fair. absolutely. <laughs> um, right. So, oh, geez. So, Dave, question is: Is the rest of Buffy um, Angel like this in terms of being quite and, and again good or bad, but quite 
quite a lot of cogs turning all the way through the episode, and you kind of yes. left to go, there's, what? There's a lot of stuff that, like, because they reuse... Because it's a spin-off, and spin-offs are weird, and I, I wish we'd do more of them because it's always interesting to be like... Like, Frasier is a good example of a Very, spin-off where it's really you've got to deal with all the baggage mm-hmm. of the original show, while at the same time, you kind of also want to use the fact that you've got all these other characters, and Angel's even worse for that, really. Um, it, we Spike we is should in this do Joey. briefly. We've done Joey. We should, done, we oh, should yeah. watch right a second of that. Oh, we have yeah. done that. Yeah. We've done it. We had previous episode. Did we did it right at the I think he did it. was like one I've of the repressed, first ones. I've repressed yeah. that. <laughs> I, I don't Trash. know why I remember um, you doing that, because I've not listened to that episode. I don't know. But, um, so, like, it's quite wacky and zany. You've got uh, Spike is in this episode. He's a big character from Buffy, which Sam and Joel know about, and presumably, if anyone's listening to this, um, he actually dies at the end of Buffy. He does. And then, like, they immediately undo it because they're like, well, we can't have James Masters, like, not portraying this character. And they, maybe it'll bring the ratings up. And it, this is what it is. It's like, so we'll just bring all these characters over from Buffy. So, Wesley is a character who they brought over from Buffy. Wesley. Harmony, the receptionist. Wesley. Uh, she's a vampire. She was in Buffy. Um, she's been written off the show by now, but uh, Charisma Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Um, who was in Buffy playing Cordelia? She was one of the main characters. It was her and Angel at the very beginning of this again, like reusing characters from Buffy, and they do that quite a lot. Um, so there's quite a lot of like knowledge that you kind of need to have, um, in order to understand that. Even more confusingly, in the early seasons of this, it was airing at the same time as Buffy, so they had crossover episodes. Yeah, because Buffy... you didn't really understand what was going on. Unless you'd also been watching Buffy that week. Because Buffy does um, appear in some of the episodes, doesn't she? Yeah. Um, she does make guest appearances. Um, and i got to appreciate but by that. But by this point, they've kind of gotten past the like, crossover because Buffy had finished. And you've got all these weird characters, you don't know who they are and things. There's one particularly memorable episode where, and I'm not, I'm not lying about this, I didn't dream this. Spike and Angel are on a Nazi submarine. <laughs> it's a retrospective episode. Where it all it, this is all like previously on Angel, Spike and Angel are Nazis on this Nazi submarine. They are Nazis in 1942. <laughs> huh? They are Nazis. Yes, they're in Nazi uniforms. Uh, Spike is like part of the Nazi SS. Isn't he British? Like James Masters. <laughs> oh, that's that's your issue, Ross. That's your issue. Is no, actually, <laughs> James Masters is American. Well, is, he's doing have, a British accent. Do have like a German accent? It's what I'm asking. <laughs> no, no, he's just he's a vampire, and he's like, oh, they're evil as fuck. You're gonna give us and the whole more, episode. Dave. What? The whole episode. Oh, I'm not gonna tell you anymore because I can't really remember. But the oh, whole geez. episode takes place on this Nazi submarine, like without any of the main cast apart from Angel and Spike, and like that's the whole episode. There's loads of wacky shit like that. And you've got to appreciate that again. It's two thousand four. The same with the crossover. Like it's not. It's not as easy as just saying, "Oh, we'll just chuck it on our streaming service." And <laughs> like this is this is set network time. This is time that is being used up in space of something else. And so you, you've got. I do appreciate like when a show is just completely off the rails, zany, doesn't really care about like all of the. You know, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And I think for the fans of Buffy, the rampant, rampant fans of Buffy, uh, <laughs> who 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 are also probably really into this, it must have been. It must be. It must be great. It must be great to have that and have all that continuity between the two shows. You know. 
I could see myself enjoying uh, that. I'm I'm sat questioning what the fuck this egg is. I mean, that's I just can't get over it. I can't get past this. Yeah, egg. It's, a, it's a nest egg. A nest egg. It's a, I can't get past it. It's Dave. a nest egg with <laughs> a guy with a towel on his head guarding it. The towel guy. What you know how is... you know how Sam. You know how there's a colloquialism where someone when someone amasses an amount of money that they're going to spend in the future. They refer to that as an as a nest egg. Yes, I do remember that from the I do remember that from the eighties. It's yeah. not a literal it egg. It takes that colloquialism, Sam, and then it, it makes a joke because it's literally you see, literally <laughs> looks like it's an so egg. Clever. A giant Thank you for egg. explaining <laughs> that joke to me. A giant Thank you, Dave. Egg. Sam, Sam. I could use it in a sentence if you like. Um, I worked <laughs> hard to build up a nice little nest egg. Thank you. No. Thank does, you. Well, is it making more sense for you now? All of my all of my slower. questions are answered. I could go slower if you like. Hang on. I'll get a chortboard out I in a minute. Like, right, so hard egg. to build up a nice little nest egg. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You know, all of this makes sense, especially the guy with a towel on his head. Obviously, that's just I mean, that's the whole thing just wrapped up into one big no, cohesive thing. Cogent. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Guy. So He's the end of this episode, MVP. the end, the end of this episode is basically just a big like. Can, can I just point out actually, with the end of this episode, one of the bits that really was pretty cool was when the the um, puppet angel got fangs. That was pretty cool, really well done. Oh though. yes, the uh, vamp face. So why did you have to mention that? Because I did think of that, and I was like, well, no, no way. I follow up questions because. If he's like, if he can also be a vampire muppet form, does that mean he also needs to drink blood? So what happens if they didn't cure him? Like, what? What? He can't pierce people's skin. His fangs are made of felt. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So this guy knows, d- starves to death. What? What a way to go! Well, no, they didn't he doesn't think this through well, at he, all. He doesn't they actually didn't. drink people's people's blood now, does he? He has like a ready supply of blood. Nah, he drinks like pig blood yeah. from like jars in the fridge. Well, yeah. how's he gonna catch a pig? He's tiny. He's tiny now. Go to the you butchers, Ross. He's not s- catching a pig in LA. He goes no, to the butchers no, and gets pig blood. The, you'll get no Obviously. Like, can I also point no, out that he took, he took down a vampire as a puppet? Hands. Of course he could take a pig, pig down. If he can take down a What's vampire... What's he going to he... hang on to with jo- his hands made of felt? He'll I... not get purchase on that. I don't know. He got purchase on Spike's chest. <laughs> These are all good questions. These are all good questions. <laughs> who's, who's writing to Joss uh, Whedon to answer them? We haven't mentioned... We haven't mentioned perhaps the stupidest line is when Lorne finds him having been savaged by the werewolf and carries this puppet for full of, um, like stuffing. And he's like, is there a Geppetto in the house? <laughs> Which is, I think, I think that, even more on the nose than the nest egg line. That, no, no, I, 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 that was funny. That That's was literally good. a joke for us. It's not even like in the context of the series. No. It makes no sense. It's literally Who am I talking viewer. to? Yeah, it's completely. <laughs> Who am I talking to? <laughs> it's so, good, yeah, it's a very good joke. We, 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 I think we've, we've, we've gone over this episode quite well. What's the deal with Josh Whedon? Oh Josh well. <laughs> so a couple of, a couple of years ago, um, a lot of the people, a lot of the Buffy cast, you know, quite a lot of women in that show, basically uh, came. Charisma out. Carpenter, most Chris McCarpenter, who played um, uh, Cornelia. Cordelia. Yeah, yeah. Cordelia. She came out and Cornelius. said that <laughs> Cornelius. Uh, she came out and said that um, basically Joss Whedon was very, very uh, generally horrible, not very nice. Belittled her, made fun of her when she was pregnant, yeah, basically like made and just created about her when she was pregnant and stuff. Just oh, created wow. this horrible toxic a- toxic atmosphere mm-hmm. that not not necessarily like predatory sexually, but just on, well, I I actually don't know, but that's you know not that's not the exact. There certainly haven't been loads of like accusations of that. It just seems like he's a really shitty person, yeah, like bullying, yeah. and like this is somebody who 
has built this kind of like um, mystique, this kind of like a he believes his own hype for being this like. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. We all believed his own hype. Like Joss yeah. Whedon is like famous for being like this feminist, like man who's always talking about oh. women and casting women in his TV shows, and it, that was the narrative for years and years and years. Oh wow! You know, think of Buffy and Firefly as well. Mm-hmm. Like he was really quite like well known for it. Like I presume to us, like men, obviously we're all pigs. But <laughs> um, and then this started coming out of like again, he's not Kevin Spacey. He's not literally like assaulting people or anything. But it seems like he went out of his way. I guess he kind of is like to, mentally assaulting like, rather than physically. Mm, yeah. you know. It's uh, it's abuse, isn't yeah. it? Like verbal abuse and bullying, and yeah. like in the workplace that you would get sapped from any job for, like mm-hmm. instantly, obviously, yeah, because it's just abusive be. as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're an MP. But I do think I do think that there's <laughs> or a really successful director, in which case you're fine. Yeah, I do. I do that's think it's nice. it's really about the power imbalance, and and this is the thing that he he is he he is and was especially during the Buffy years so powerful he could basically, and he was constantly would throw that weight around against the networks, um, in terms of saying fuck you I'm not doing that or whatever. But he 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 seemingly did that for you know his his employees as well. And that the other thing though the other thing I think that and it's my bit at the start. Is that there is just it's it, the, the 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 similarity between his type, you know, the type of female characters that he writes and that he represents on screen is so similar. It's so similar all the way through, yeah. and there's like a, there's just a weird thing going on there. There's a weird thing going on, and and it's especially disappointing because he was like, look, a vaguely a man who's vaguely feminist, you know, with in a position of power in TV. And then he shat it because oh, he's no, a dick. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Fair enough. Just like yeah. Well, fortunately, men. guys, we have so little power and influence and money that we we can't even afford to be shitty, which is no. good. <laughs> no, we live in the real world where consequences. Why is worded like that? Like I can't even afford to be a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I really you see? No, I'm, I'm on your Ross, side until I make enough. That like then fuck <laughs> you. Obviously, he's a piece of shit, but the evidence tells us that they're all pieces of shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like, Men so it's a good thing dickheads. we're poor and irrelevant oh, I, because I, I I we don't have the opportunity before. to find out if we're a piece of shit or not. <laughs> I think I said this to you guys before, like, you know, I'd be scrolling Reddit, like, and, you know, you'd see posts, I'm like, oh, man, why are men getting such a bad rap? And then you hear about this stuff, and they're like, this, this is why. <laughs> yeah, men are the worst. anything nice. Men are the worst. Yeah. You know what? We are. We, every we day. It. Totally, 100%. Well, let's, yeah. let's, I, let's always go back to our first rule of history, which is don't not... Be a rich white man because <laughs> if anything else, and it's you're gonna have a bad time. You're gonna have a bad time and in unfortunately, history. Unfortunately, two out of three just doesn't cut it. You gotta no, have all doesn't. three. You gotta <laughs> have all three. <laughs> yes, you've got some power, but not yeah. nowhere near enough. Nope. Male? Nowhere near enough. White, tick, tick. Rich, yeah. no. I am poor uh-uh. my arsehole. Fuck you, peasant. Yeah, poor exactly. chips. Exactly. So I'm glad we, I'm glad we've taken down Joss Whedon for being the uh, yeah. charlatan that he is. And you know, I guess the guy can make good TV, but that doesn't excuse it, does it? Really, no, even no, when no, he no. tries to use puppets, not at all. Even when he tries, even puppets. when he tries to use puppets. What the fuck is this, this egg? Guys, I can't deal with the egg. Nest egg. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Well, that was entertaining. What What are we doing next week? What's uh, we, What are we delving uh, we into are doing next week? Alien next week. Oh. oh, speaking of eggs. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs>
eggs, eggs that make sense. Are we going to have to explain this all over again to Sam? No, no, it's it's a oh, diff- uh, it's not a nest egg. It's a different kind of eggs. No, no, no. A- alien <laughs> no, is not a hard-boiled clear. egg, Sam. <laughs> I, uh, I would be confused, but alien is very clear what the eggs are for. We we <laughs> we, we see pretty fucking vividly what the eggs are for so well uh, that we can not worry about that oh, poor explicit. Tom Skerritt it's a very explicit film oh Even... good lord oh good lord Ross is going to wear out his videotape of that as well <laughs> <laughs> oh am I? <laughs> um, I did have a question before we, before also, we finish up yep. actually because I don't, think, I don't know if we actually mentioned it um, if you tell you what Ross when, when Sam releases this episode you the first 10 minutes now you'll understand what I'm talking about now <laughs> uh, I will say, like, obviously, I really enjoyed this episode of television. Um, like, I'm not sure we've actually said, like, I know you guys haven't watched the show, but this is a pretty fun episode of TV. Very good. It is very entertaining. We've done worse. Yeah. We've done worse. I've said twice before, you know, that, 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 like, we've done well picking this episode because, yeah, it, it was a great chat. Mm hmm. And that's the that's, highest that doesn't answer my question at all. Yes, <laughs> no, I, no, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. You didn't ask a question. <laughs> yeah, thank the you, question was, thank you. The question was, what's the deal with this egg? But we've moved past that. <laughs> <laughs> the, what's the deal with with mysterious um, demon eggs? It's a <laughs> nest egg, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> a sitcom. A sitcom. <laughs> Right, that'll do for this. <laughs> that'll do for the exploration of eggs or whatever the fuck this last hour was. Uh, we'll be back next From week. 2004, with which was 18 more eggs. fucking years ago. More, more eggs. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's the deal with the eggs? <laughs> Jerry, I'm putting in eggs. <laughs> <laughs>